Okay, video cam is recording. Hello, mic test. That, that's two. Video cam is recording. Camera two, which is a uh, quick time on screen, is capturing. And then, all right, audio. Audio is recording on this microphone, but this mic is directly on the on the on this camera right here so i guess it's possible to just right, even though i'm looking this way i can always like look there for my my first cameras right there looking right straight to my eyes uh and the lights are glaring on my my eyeglasses. We can probably face the light. Is it saving? I know that uh, Lapel is still able to pick that up. Okay, facing the light to the ceiling was probably the the best. Uh, even for this. Even for this camera, that was, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, okay. So, we got two angles here. We got, uh, this camera though is kind of covering. But that's okay. We'll kind of move here a bit. So that, yeah, there we go. Camera one, camera two. Well, this one I can face like that, even though I, I look here once in a while. The camera is just taking my side view. Okay, um, let me see. Is that side view? Is that too much side view? Okay, that's not too bad, I guess. Okay, this one is directly there, and uh, that camera won't be picking up the the, the B-roll. Uh, before we continue, let's have a sandwich, because this kind of work can get really, really make you hungry. Alright guys, eating in front of the camera is not the best thing to ever do for your vlog. Unless it's a foodie vlog. But, it's past midnight. Everybody's sleeping. <coughs> um, here. can capture my everybody's sleeping but this is the best time for me to do some recording 
because it's the only time it's totally quiet in the background. During the day, I got traffic going on. My daughter's running around in the small apartment where we live in. And most of the time, right when I start the camera, that is when my mother-in-law starts cooking in the kitchen, which is like three meters away from this direction over this uh, cabinets, this drawers, and the noise is just super, super. Let's play some music. Um, <coughs> I think I can, I can open another tab or I already have some tabs opened. And uh, it won't it won't be captured as a screen share, but I think it will be captured as an as an audio. When I play this, okay, you can see some of those already. But the problem with this is that I get well. I can I can hear I can hear from the monitor. I can hear from the earphones. A cars that are driving outside. Sorry if I get out of frame like that. Apologize. Um, my keyboard's right here. A really, really tight space in this home studio. One of my favorite sandwiches is in egg salad salad sandwich. Basically, it's boiled egg. You chop it up. You dice it. <coughs> the smallest dice you can do with with the egg, the boiled egg, and then you mix it with some mayonnaise, salt and pepper. Some people will put some, you know, hot peppers with it. But. My favorite sandwich. I kind of toast the bread, toasted the bread a little too, too hard, too uh, stiff. I love it with a lightly toasted bread, not so much. You know, and um, let me put a jazz playlist here. You won't hear it on this camera, but the recording. And the capture will hear the music, I think. Yeah, I can hear it really. Oops. Advertising, as usual. Yeah, let's just skip that. So, I needed an oh, online store for my jewelry design business. So, Shop Here, powered by Google, built me one for free. Sorry about that. Uh, I can download this, but it's gonna be a big file. <coughs> I'm running out of space on my It would be nice if I could put a little speaker. I have I have big speakers up there, but it's too big. 
But if I can hook up like a tiny speaker on the soundboard, this will really help with giving the outside camera as well some reference for the sync. I guess because my my microphone for this particular camera would have the same wave signature as this microphone right here. I'd probably be able to sync it with this. So the reason we have um, two cameras, one, two purpose. One is so that I can look straight to this camera and I can see the monitor. The second camera, which is just right here, you can see there's like an edge. This one is facing my monitor right here. It's like a side view, but it's also being captured straight to the computer. And it's being captured and recorded on the computer, whatever it is. I can't. I found out that I cannot locally record read the SD card on the DSLR, but I can capture it here. Um, so the the um, SD card in there is not working when it is synced like this. Let's turn down the music, but. I love jazz music and I like talking over jazz music. And today is, like I said, I think it's already Wednesday morning, past midnight. So it's Tuesday night. It's not healthy to be eating in the middle of the night. That's the reason I'm really gaining a lot of weight. But my cycle of being hungry my body clock at this age I'm a middle-aged man it's all out of whack but it can be fixed with good you know discipline and sleep patterns and diet but I'm the type of person that okay I will try and rehabilitate my whole calendar and make sure that I sleep early so I can wake up early. But nothing happens, you know. I'm just I'm just not a morning person and my mind and everything about me is active at night. My brain is active at night. I don't have that kind of energy at night as well, you know, if I do podcasting at this time of the night it's not ideal it's not when i am the most um energetic but my brain is really active so many many days many nights i will try and let's download this it's pretty good music And many nights I will try and um, go to bed early and, and just try and sleep. But 
I'll be lying down there, whether it's inside a room with my family, with my wife, and my little daughter sleeps on the bed with us. Well, mostly with her, because it's rare that I sleep in there. It's since uh, Celine turned about four, five, and now she's eight. I can sleep on the bed when she's there. She keeps kicking me and crowding me. And it's just not comfortable. So since she was four, I actually found it's easier for me and I fall asleep more sound when I sleep in my couch here out in the living room however I still need to try and sleep early because normally I I get sleepy around around 4 o'clock in the morning 3 o'clock in the morning I start, start feeling like hey I need to get some sleep so that's 2 hours from now but usually when like when I'm on this state right now, right now my brain is so active and I'm so hungry and I'm eating my my egg salad sandwich and I'm enjoying this and I'm enjoying uh, this jazz music that's playing in my ear. I don't think it will be conducive for me to um, to try and sleep at three o'clock. This will probably most likely be at four. But then my mother-in-law, she gets up at 5.36. That's only like two hours from when I checked in. And she would start making a lot of noises in the kitchen. So that will cut my sleep to two hours. And then I won't go back to sleep because my wife will need me to get up. She needs me to get up anyways and drive her to work around quarter to seven. It used to be like 7, 7, 10, 7, 5. And she told me that starting tomorrow, we need to leave quarter to 7 or 6.30 even in the morning so that she'll be early at work. And just to... Um, she's not getting paid before 7.30, even if she comes to, to work early, but... There's that thing between nurses when, you know, the the nurse signing off and the nurse that's coming in to uh, to switch. Um, especially the night that we're talking about the night shift nurses. They want to catch their trains and their buses going home. A lot of them lives in the suburbs, and Sometimes I think that it's causing a lot of conflict if they, even though it's unfair for her to be coming in early to to receive all these reports early before, so, so that they can leave right on time, so that they can catch their buses. It, it serves a lot of purpose for the other nurses, but for the incoming nurse on the day shift, it's quite unfair to be uh, expecting them to come in at um, 
earlier than their shift sometimes they expect them to come in half an hour and even an hour earlier than their shift and but they're not getting paid for that so for all the podcast listeners those who are not watching they're just listening on audio sorry for sounding like i'm eating because indeed i am eating my egg salad sandwich during this uh podcast tonight but this is one flavor of uh, podcasting that i want to develop more uh, nighttime jazz talking over jazz music sharing our thoughts um, because there's so many things that uh, instrumental jazz anyways it's not something that y- you want to just listen on its own yes once in a while you want to listen on jazz just by itself but this is really great great podcasting background jazz music where you can talk over and and exchange some ideas on you know on many things under the sun but a, a lot a lot of people who are like me who are night shift or night owls will probably enjoy listening to something like this um, very mellow very non high energy you know um, night owls like myself who cannot sleep at night this is the kind of podcast that you will want to listen in as well we will be uh, exchanging a lot of thoughts here but this is not your high energy podcasting or news broadcasting that you normally expect on a morning show but honestly i really want to develop a morning show as well but you know where do i sleep if i'm gonna do that right so thank you lord for that delicious sandwich i might make I might fix myself up with another one. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me tonight. This is your host, Joey Salvador, and this is Nightline on The Ordinary Joe Show. These are for sleepless Janes and Joes out there who have a nocturnal nature, like myself. Can sleep, brains active at this time of the night. just can't you know force yourself to sleep uh i know a few people like that my dad was also a night owl you know and there's just guilt all around guilt guilty if you cannot sleep and you're just lying down there and even though you lie down early forcing yourself trying to sleep but you're not sleeping anyways you're just lying down there it doesn't help you in the morning you'll still be sleepy and that's my experience in the morning i'll get up from lying down having my eyes closed for eight hours but i know i'm not sleeping my brain is active i'll get up from that state but i would still be so tired right even though i'm lying down you know not moving as much not fidgeting just relaxing physically relaxing for eight hours like that sorry 
this is Lord Campbell. In the morning, you wouldn't help me. Around 9 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock, I'd still feel, I'd still end up feeling very, very sleepy. And I would, I would fall asleep for another four hours. Right? So what's that for then? Laying down eight hours, trying to sleep, forcing yourself to sleep, but you're not sleeping. It's a waste of time. So in, in my mentality, if that is the case anyways, if I'm not sleeping anyways, I, I usually, I just get up and try to do something that is, that can be considered productive. So even when I was working nine to five, this has been my struggle. I know I need to show up at work at nine in the morning. That's why many years of my working life, I took a lot of night shift jobs because I'm well active in the night. But working at night can also cause a lot of depression, especially when when I was working night shift. At one point, I was working out in Whitby, uh, like an hour, 15 minutes. Depends on how fast you drive. I, sometimes I can drive and make it there 45 minutes. Uh, with traffic, it's an hour and 15. In the morning when there's no traffic, I can be home in 50 minutes because I would also be very sleepy and be very cautious on driving home from a night shift on the road, coming home to Toronto. Um, it can be very depressing. Working night shifts away from your family and then sleeping all day, waking up only for meals and then getting ready to go back to work, not being able to see your family can be can cause a lot of depression. Uh, on the other side, though, in many years of my working life as well, when I tried working during the day, uh, nine to five jobs, right? wake up early you go through the routines shower breakfast you know get ready iron your clothes put on a suit put on a tie by the time you get to the office you're sweaty you're exhausted rushing through traffic and the thing that i battled most when i was in that kind of routine is fighting anxiety I develop anxiety at work, you know, I get so nervous, I get, and it doesn't always coincide. That's why they said that anxiety is a mental illness. Because not all the time it coincides with a, um, I gotta watch this later because when I'm looking here, I don't know how I look like here. Maybe, yeah, do you see me there still? Yeah, but it's covering my face. So. I don't know. I'll, I'll look at both. But there's a lag on this one anyways. There's a lag. There's a lag on that one. So the movement of my mouth when I talk. The, the voice comes out on time, but the mouth is behind. So there's a, it's not synchronized. Going back to the topic that we're talking about. Working 9 to 5 during the day causes a lot of anxiety. But working night shifts and not seeing your family, especially if you have a little kid, 
that is growing really fast and you're not able to see her that can cause depression so both ways it can cause something bad working for someone is good for a season in your life in my opinion but working for someone working for a company working for salary exchanging your time your life for money is not a healthy exercise of human life in my in my opinion and my experience it's a waste of time it's a waste of life so i'm hoping um this is different though my my wife and my daughter is just in the room sleeping i feel like even though they're sleeping and we spent the rest of the day today uh, together uh, they went uh, grocery shopping i uh, was in the car trying to type some document for my ad agency and then fell asleep uh, that's one of the reasons that i'm still very active tonight um that works for me psychologically it doesn't cause any depression because i know i'm still close to my family i'll probably have two or three hours sleep later on and then i'll get up and drive my my wife to work and then my daughter during this pandemic we don't force to wake her up early um i know that eventually we have to fix that um because when things get back to normal in schools then she needs to start waking up early and go to school my, my daughter is a morning person when she has good uh night sleep and when, she, when she's in that pattern it's okay she will be a morning person but in the early weeks of the pandemic because it's very new to her and we're all we're all at home for the most of the time uh, tracking time has become a non-priority for uh, a number of weeks and she would stay up late until two o'clock in the morning which is not healthy now she she wouldn't stay up like that anymore the latest she will stay up will be you know 11 p.m or if it's really bad she'll stay up to midnight uh but but sometimes i i think about that what is the point of training your kids to wake up early anyways right if they are nocturnal like you i don't know who she is but there were seasons in her life in her young life she's only eight but there are seasons there are weeks in her life that she seems to have the same pattern as myself and my dad my dad is a very nocturnal person he he'd be working all day get ready have dinner take a shower go to bed early and still not be able to sleep and so he will get up from bed and do some reading he will do some studying in the middle of the night and i remember seeing him growing up having that pattern and sometimes i fall asleep when i see that there's a grown-up there's an adult that who couldn't sleep and i see them they're awake kind of give me some peace as a child that somebody's up and the total silence kind of bug me sometimes total silence don't help in trying to fall asleep only it does it only helps me to fall asleep 
only when seasons that are uh, I'm really tired. It, so so total silence is good. Total darkness is good for me when I'm really tired, super exhausted. I want to catch. I want to get some sleep. Then that works. But for the most part, sorry, that's again a little loud. Turned it down to five. For the most part, when I'm just trying to trying to sleep on uh, on an ordinary regular day, and I'm not super tired, then it's just the silence just bugs me because when there is silence my mind tends to fill up that void that silence with a lot of thoughts it doesn't matter what thoughts that, that's a variety of thoughts that goes through my mind when it's totally silent it's so easy it's it's very uh, conducive and very encouraging to let your mind wan wander or even solve problems. I, I, I remember solving a lot of problems in my mind. Problems that are not my own problem. For example, you know, I, I would think about how to solve uh, the economics of a jet engine. <laughs> I would come up with many, many different ideas how to heat up the combustion uh, chamber of a jet engine without using too much fuel maybe just a little fuel or trying to come up with ideas such as uh, using uh, nitrogen nitrogen right uh, oh, hydrogen sorry not nitrogen <laughs> what am i saying Hydro hydrogen from from water h2o there's two oxygens and one hydrogen that are the elements that composes what we know as water if there's a way to separate that mid-flight I always thought about that if there's a way to separate uh, hydrogen from the oxygen in water mid-flight and feed the oxygen actually just kind of split them up use the hydrogen as the um the, the food for the flame you know there still needs some combustion there need there needs to be some kind of a spark plug that ignites because uh, hydrogen is highly flammable uh, but with anything else um, any food for for fire you need you need to blow oxygen on it and it the the, the, the fire gets more intense so that's the same with the properties of a uh, gunpowder. In the bullets inside the chamber of a gun, there is a primer, and there are inside a bullet there are uh, uh, a gunpowder is a mixture of charcoal and I think calcium calcium nitrate something like that something very very flammable but it does need the charcoal uh, the highly flammable component will not ignite 
it probably sparked but it won't maintain fire or flame or combustion without something to eat up so the charcoal is the food for the fire to to consume if fire doesn't have anything to consume the fire will just die that's why you know uh, in california they will have a lot of forest fires every year there's a, there's a actually a fire season in California and many parts of the world as well New Zealand Australia in Canada we have some uh, prairie provinces uh, prairie parts of the uh, Canadian provinces where we have seasonal fires at least once a year at least sometimes it skips a year but there are places in the world where there's no way that it won't have any forest fires during that season of the year and, and in California you will see that sometimes the only the only way f for a fire to stop is when the fire consume everything that it needs to consume that's why preemptively some of the firefighters what they will do is try to dig or uh, what they call a controlled burn you know they will uh, if there's a fire happening here in this area of the mountain they will go wide and create a circumference of a controlled burn right so they will dig ditches and burn um, sort of purposely burn up an area that is contained because there's only t sometimes you know we have so many firefighting agents that we come up with using science but nature is bigger than <laughs> human technology and the only way many of those fires can be be stopped is actually just let it burn or you burn preemptively preemptively burn the fuel that that is feeding off so on on combustion jet engines um, jet engines needs uh, the, the spark or the, the the ignition it needs fuel which to in today's uh, status quo today's technology is uh, jet fuel jet fuel will feed off the flame and you put in some oxygen right you need oxygen for the flame to for fire to to flame up for a fire to exist oxygen is a very very important um, component in combustion so imagine that uh, traditionally we put fire out using water right you dump water on a uh, if you have a bonfire and you're done oops what happened here my battery died i think this battery died okay well we have a box back up and i don't even sit here but something died anyways oh which one oh the, the battery on Now we have to 
press that listen button but quickly quickly uh, don't go away i'll just uh, switch up this battery with a new one and we will continue on so um while i'm doing this i want to ask uh, all our listeners to this particular show helped me uh, come up with the title um we the ordinary joe productions inc have recently made a tie-up or a partnership with a local ad agency which is uh headed actually by a filipino ceo and uh hello oh that's not good static sound um yeah, so I presented to the ad agency the strategy of the OJTV platform is one, one of the strategy is having a broad a broad reach however the broad reach is comprised by niches or a uh, or a focused attention to specific genres give me a second let me just get new uh, fresh batteries here from the uh, the bay you uh, enjoyed some of that music that I left you with I am actually enjoying this podcast right now um, very relaxing it feels very natural for me to uh, do a podcast that is quite mellow like this and speaking over uh, beautiful jazz music that I enjoy instrumental jazz this is my favorite personally and like I said many I think of my listeners who's going to listen to me at this time of the night would be uh, people who are like me who cannot sleep readily Okay, so um, I got another email from something I already addressed in the past, but okay, I'll just. Um, but I have, going back to our conversation, I have tried my best to, in my entire. Um, efforts of uh, producing this digital media and my entire efforts to produce this digital media since uh, 2018 I tried my best to avoid this kind of 
genre, the late night. Because I know I will enjoy it, but I'm not sure how many people will be listening into a program like this. Because the majority of uh, the population are programmed. Nine to five, right? I, I do believe in uh, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. But there are people who cannot stick to that routine. It's just not in their nature, like myself. That's not in my nature to be sticking to that routine. So it might might as well stay up and do something productive and offer some value to other people who are like me who cannot go to bed or I mean who cannot who can go to bed but cannot catch any sleep but what do you guys think would be the best time to get a nightcap conversational podcast like this should it start at 9 o'clock should it start at 10 o'clock should it start at 11? Because right now it's past midnight. It's actually almost 2 o'clock. And I just got started about 15 minutes ago. That's because I my, my daughter always have a hard time catching sleep. Unless I personally put her to sleep. She won't sleep. She can't get, she can't get any sleep even if her mom's right beside her on the bed. And every single night, she's sleeping right beside her mom. She doesn't have her own bed. She had her own bed, but now we're using it as a... She had her own crib that can convert to a bed until that will serve her until she's 11 or 12. It's actually a pretty good bed. A crib that's convertible to a, y- a young a preteen's bed. She never used it, even when she was a tiny baby. One of my fears was to roll over when she was a little baby, so that's one of the reasons that I would sleep on the foot uh, side of the bed. My wife's not as heavy as me, so there's not a lot of fear when she was a baby that she'll roll over her. And my wife's pretty steady in my observation. And more than 10 years that we've been married. We got married, yeah, almost 20 years next year. Yeah. So we were were married in 2001. So next year, 2021, it'll be our 20th year being together. So many fights, so many disagreements, so many drama throughout the years. But we're still together. Um... And uh, let's not just go there tonight. Uh, one, one of the episodes I'll tell you why I think God blessed our marriage even though we, we uh, went through a lot of tumbles and hardships and hurricanes and storms and, you know, uh, through our marriage um, we were able to survive it because of so many factors that I had nothing to do with. 
Um, I'm really enjoying this music, but uh, you know, um, no, before I started this episode, I was I had some B-rolls that I prepared because I wanted to. Uh, oh, I said I wanted to to download this, right? Did it download? I'm not sure if I did it already. Okay, let me do that quickly. Um, so I'm thinking if I do this every night, I can probably ten o'clock. You know, my family's still not sleeping. Um, is it downloading? There it goes, downloading. Yeah, 10 o'clock will be too early. I'd still be probably putting my little girl to sleep. My wife uh, don't go to bed until 10, 11. So nightcaps like this. is probably. Yeah, for many, for many people who lives on their own. Young single men or single women who never got married, never had a family. Um, a program like this, unless they are, you know, morning people as well, and they get tired e easy or early at night, Th then this is not for them. But I'm pretty sure there must be a market out there for, uh, for people out there who would like to listen to a nightcap podcast. Let me just find out right now while we're talking. Where's a place I can broadcast live instead of an uh, edited audio podcast? I know I can broadcast live on Facebook and YouTube, um, but I don't like the lag on my camera. I I kind of want to. I'm thinking I should be broadcasting live the audio part. But the video can be edited and play, you know, it could be something that I play a lot of uh, B-roll. It depends on what we're talking about. And some people are more visual. A lot of men are more visual than auditory. I, I would consider myself to be both. I love listening even without the sight, but... Uh, some men get turned on with women's voices so that so uh, a lot of young men falls in love with women that talks to them sweet sweet uh, voice over the phone and they could just spend hours and hours talking to each other over the phone um, I, I, I can put up with something like that but that's not be that's not going to be good enough for me for a person like me I'm very visual so during my single years during my teen years uh, or young, uh, young adult years I'm more attracted to a woman that I see or uh, I fall in love with a woman who has very gentle touch and in interacting in person you know the appearance is what turns me on and I think most guys are turned on by appearance most women are turned on they said by 
listening via the auditory impulses or stimuli. Um, so I guess nightcaps like this will be good time for us to talk about, you know, relationships. And uh, I know female listeners would really love for me to talk about romance. That's always an age-old just fact about women they love to listen to romantic stories and uh, i i'm a man but i can appreciate romance i can appreciate romantic movies i can appreciate chick flicks and but to a certain degree not too much of that but that is something i guess i have to decide what kind of audience do I want to touch with this nightcap the ordinary Joe nightcap podcast that's not the official name I'm just kind of bouncing around what could this podcast be but it's up to you guys um, I, I want some suggestions give me some suggestions give me suggestions of, of things that you would like to talk about because like I said earlier during this time of the night my mind is very active and most of the time uh, this time of the night is when my brain starts wandering around <laughs> in the world and it tries to solve problems sometimes mechanical not so much mathematical I used to be interested in solving mathematical problems but not so much anymore i find it boring but i love to uh i love in my mind solving technological problems that we still have as uh, science technology is not perfect you know it's still developing i'm impressed with a lot of the technology that we're enjoying today with robotics and mobile phones and laptops uh, consumer consumer electronics or consumer technology that we are enjoying in this modern day uh, era where I can podcast and talk to hundreds if not thousands if not hundreds of thousands if not millions of people uh, from my home using a microphone and a camera but there's still there are still many rooms for improvement See, tonight this is more of like a rehearsal for me. I'm not sure even if I will have the time or the energy to edit this show that we're doing here. But it's a rehearsal. And um, the debate is, do I need to spend all that time preparing for the show? gathering all the information or do we do the research together while we talk and uh, I'm thinking we we could probably go live the audio anyways the audio part of the show can go live with this particular I don't have the paid version of this particular platform that I'm using StreamYard <laughs> this is just a free version that I'm using here right now uh, but if I uh, it's uh, still a little too steep for me because my uh, my 
advertisers hasn't really kicked in yet the revenues for advertising and sponsors hasn't really kicked in yet but things are getting ready and i'm very excited about it um and then we can afford the paid version of Streamyard here and when that happens you know you know that that will be a step to the right direction that is not enough that's not going to be the the i don't think the Streamyard is very helpful but that's not going to be the only component there's going to be a lot more components in the whole broadcasting system that we are going to produce here on the ordinary joe show that we want to prepare for you so when the revenue starts coming in a lot of them will also just flow through but i definitely know that it will create a lot of jobs because i'll be needing writers i'll be needing researchers i'll, I'll be needing editors because uh, i won't have time and energy i like editing my own work but I won't have enough time to do everything on my own. So I will be needing a lot of help. I will be needing a lot of assistance from contractors, from friends, uh, freelancers. And hopefully I don't, I, I stay wise about it and don't get myself into a fixed type of, and I need to fix this chair. Talking about fixed, this, this chair. It's not going to be good from a podcast because it keeps on quicking and squicking and it's getting picked up by my microphone every which way I go. Um, but things will get better and things will. I am very excited. I, I thought of coming back out. But I, I couldn't sleep. I was in the bed. My daughter asked me a little earlier. I was there kind of falling asleep already, but not really. So I got up. The the intention was to complete the document that I'm preparing for the ad agency. They want to get to know more about how all of these little niches will synergistically work together in a uh, cohesive... I really like the sound of this uh, microphone right now. I like it loud and full, but when I come too close, I also end up breathing too much on the mic, which I hate. I hate the sound of breathing on the microphone. So forgive me if you hear my breathing. I'm a, I'm a mouth breather. I grew up with asthma. But enough of that. Um, I can go on and on and on and on, touching so many topics, which pretty much I don't know if you'll accomplish anything with a specific topic to to tackle. But if you're a night person who just wants some company and you just want to listen on. You're trying to go to sleep, you know, let your iPhone play beside you while you're trying to sleep. Play some um, beautiful jazz music and I talk to your ears kind of setup. Then this is the show for you. If that is what you're looking for, yeah, I can do that. 
and I, I can bring a lot of stimulating stimulating topic to for you to think about but then if it's too stimulating you might end up not you might you might end up getting really stimulated and not fall asleep even more and prevent you from being sleepy so I learned when I went to marketing school there are two there are two schools of thoughts to how to approach marketing both in the traditional and in the digital marketing new era uh, the principle the principles don't change it never change it's the same do you want the listeners to be focused on the product or which which side effect is if you're product focused so a podcast is a product right uh, this is something you can consume if you like my podcast if you like what i'm bringing to you on a nightly basis here on the nightcap then this could be a, a y- y- we can consider it as a product you're consuming it if you like listening to it then it's a product for you but first uh, school of thought is being product focused as, o- as opposed to being people focused right so there's product focused approach in marketing and there's also uh, a people approach so the product focused approach is what we call a more uh, like the producer or the product developer is focus on how to make the product really good. And the hope is the product will sell itself. So it doesn't matter if I mean if in if your product focus marketer, it doesn't matter if you studied the market. You don't almost don't care about the market. You don't you almost don't care about what people are looking for or uh, doing a study or a re- your research market research on finding out if your product will be consumed by certain markets that you're targeting that's not the approach of a product focused marketer a product focused marketer is someone who is um, so focused on developing and I would say someone like Steve Jobs and the Apple products, these are product-focused marketing strategy. They develop the product. They put a lot of time and effort and research on the product itself with the thought of if they create a very, very good product, it doesn't matter who experienced the product, to, to hold the phones in their hands, to hold the iPhones or... or um, experience working on an Apple laptop I I came around Apple I used to reject Apple for a while but as you can see I use Apple for this computer I had an Apple laptop that's right there behind this monitor which I broke it's not working anymore but I think if I spend a thousand dollars on it they can make it work oh well um, that, that that was not 
that was not the fault of Apple. Now I can feel being sleepy. So that's good. Maybe I'll talk for another half an hour and then I'll go to sleep. But um, so that's not the fault of Apple that I broke. It was me. I didn't put a hard case around it to take care of it. So a slight thin, thin, very thin hairline crack became a big problem on the screen. Product focus marketing or product focus business development or a business model that is focused on product will almost not put a lot of budget or a lot of time in in uh, engaging in research and understanding their market because the market is not their focus. Their focus is making a superb product that when people experience that product it's almost like slam dunk people will like it and truly apple iphones apple ipods and ipods ipads and ipods <coughs> excuse me apple computers i haven't experienced apple watches personally but many, many Apple products are really, really very good. <coughs> Debatable in some, among some engineers and among some tech-oriented people if it's the best, right? But experience-wise, a lot of people have a bias on Apple and I can see and understand why why it's so easy for many people buy into the Apple brand the Apple craze actually right? having an iPhone in your hand feels good in your hand the interface the experience you know navigating through an Apple iPhone all the features of having FaceTime and the photos on iPhones Almost every experience, every app, built-in app, and all the apps that you can add on later on. The Apple experience is phenomenal. Before the Apple era, there's nothing that is comparable to Apple. Before 2007, I think, is when the very first iPhone was introduced by Steve Jobs to the public. See, I'm telling you, I, I, don't, I don't like hearing my breathing on the microphone, but uh, before 2007, I don't think people have, we take it for granted now, you know, be, being able to scroll, being able to pinch, and what's the opposite of pinch? It's expand photos and websites and emails and texts on the iPhone, we take it for granted now because we got used to it. But before 2007, nobody had an experience of how the way we experienced iPhones and iPads. So it was a disruptive technology. They put a lot of time and effort and research and work and excellence on the product. So that's a product focused 
marketing or product focused business model that actually worked for Apple. It's worked phenomenally for Apple. They don't really have to care to make it appealing to women, to make it appealing to men, or to study what how women will. You know, they. I don't think they even have to do any focus groups, and so that they can can quantify how children will react to it, or how girls versus boys, or how middle-aged men and middle-aged women, or you know, young adults or teenagers will interact with their product, or people that from various type of demographics, uh, you know, from A class to B class to C class. Or professionals, or versus uh, trades people, or versus blue collar workers, it's almost like irrelevant. They don't even have to create a study on the people side, on the marketing side. They just have to put all of their money and effort and energy in developing the product, and that's what they did. And the product is super excellent that the product don't even care where it lands whose hands it lands on everybody will like it so Steve Jobs and the entire Apple team congratulations that is a phenomenal marketing strategy the opposite to people focused marketing is what we oh, I mean um, the opposite to what we just described which is the product focused marketing the opposite to it, or not exact opposite, but one of the counterparts to product-focused marketing is what we call people-focused marketing. Uh, and, and so the people-focused business model is where you fashion the product based on what you learn about the people who you want to target to consume whatever. So, So this podcast, for example... There's two ways of uh, developing it. The first way is maybe conduct some market research and some studies. Get some inputs, do some surveys, ask some questions, interview some people, interview women, interview men, ask them, you know, what would you like to hear or what would you like to see on a podcast or a podcast? What And then, you know, uh, ask them specific questions. Do you go to bed early so for for uh, nightcap uh, podcast uh, models like the one I'm developing here right now with you so some 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 type of questions that can be crafted in an interview would be you know are you uh, a night person are you a morning person do you uh, like listening to music at night before going to bed do jazz music help you fall asleep do you like sleeping early or do you like staying up late at night? Um, so that kind of approach is more of a people-focused marketing. I told you guys, we, we are just going to be chit-chatting, but we'll still learn something here on this podcast. <coughs> like I said earlier, I think some of you just want someone like me who's a podcaster whispering in your ear, putting you to sleep, and you're not even paying attention to the content of what I'm saying. You just want the music and somebody giving you company 
that's fine. If that's your thing, that's your cup of tea, go ahead and use this podcast for that purpose. Knock yourself out. That's fine. But for some of you who are much, much more similar, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like us who cannot sleep at night, who are night owls, cannot sleep. Uh, we, we have a vast variety of types. Um, we are, there, there are some of us who would really just do their utmost best and catch that sleep that they're, that's uh, evading them. But some of you might be like me who's, you know, I can't sleep so I will do a podcast or I will do something productive. I don't have to force myself to sleep because it's a, it's a, it's an uphill battle. But if I do something productive like what I'm doing now, I know I'm like right now I can kind of start feeling it in my eyes. Eventually I'll fall asleep. I'll, I'll feel very tired. I'll feel very sleepy. And then I'll call it a night. So some of you are more similar to my type and some of you are similar to the first person that I described. Either way, it's fine. And many of the listeners who might end up following me for this particular show uh, anyways you know the, the ordinary joe show and ojtv and the ordinary joe productions inc is not focused on one genre on one niche although we approach every niche every genre and every niche in in a focused approach but we don't limit ourselves to one to one genre um we want to touch a broad spectrum of listeners and viewers to the OJTV po- series of podcasts. But like I said, many of you will be like me. There are nights that I can sleep and you want to listen to a beautiful jazz music podcast with somebody talking to your ear. Um, maybe you don't need the person to make any sense. You just need some company. That's fine. For some, it might be an ASMR type of fetish that they will want to achieve or gain from listening to this podcast. That's your cup of tea. That's fine. Go knock yourself out. But I know that there are some of you who are similar to my type. My type is, you know, right now, I'm going to make my brain productive. I want to learn or I want to listen to something that is very insightful or something I can learn from. So that's why I went through the whole contrast of people focus versus product focus marketing so in the people focus marketing this is the opposite of what Steve Jobs did um, it's not the best it does it is not better than uh, product focus marketing but product focus marketing marketing at the same time cannot just be assumed as better than the people focus marketing at the same time they have their own specific strengths and, and weaknesses 
their respective strengths and weaknesses, which, you know, further down the road, we're going to discuss more of. Um, but I personally like to kind of balance between the two. I want to know what my listeners want and have an open mind to adjust and modify and um, mold my product based on the responses of people. There's good and bad with that because when you want to approach it that way, you need to make sure that you have the best kind of sampling of uh, responses or, or inputs. What that means is you cannot fashion your whole pro- your whole approach, your product, based on a few inputs or complaints or suggestions. If you have not quantified if those suggestions are actually representing the majority of the people group that you are trying to to cater to or to service. Because if you don't quantify or if you don't um, analyze that data properly, you might be fashioning your whole business model or your product or your brand based on a minority input which doesn't represent the entirety or the majority at least of the market you are trying to service to so there's there are dangers it's very good for business owners and product developers and marketers to pay close attention to what the people need what the people want and what is an appropriate uh, product for their need. It's important. But there really needs to be a balancing act. When you're developing the product, if it's something that you want to be focused on, what people want, if you want to focus on what people want, you better make sure that the data you're gathering and the information and the suggestions and coming up with the what is preferential or preferential for the majority is a, or if you are going to make a mission statement based on what you learn or study or learn from the market that the mission statement after you're gathering your data will actually reflect the majority of of, of the people you're going to serve. Or else, you'll be serving a minority and the rest of the people you're targeting will not buy your product. So there's up and down. Product focus, people focus. You can go extreme on the product-focused marketing as well because you can just, you know, put all of your time and effort and research and budget and money 
uh, on developing a product and it could be the best product that there is in your opinion that serves you personally that fulfills your desires personally but it does not resonate to anybody else except for yourself then as superb as that product is nobody will buy it nobody will buy it if they don't understand your product if it doesn't feel good in their hands like an apple phone an iphone oops what died oh this died already pretty quick anyways it's still capturing my voice so we're gonna wrap up in like four more minutes at least we have this still going on I was gonna play um, something that I did you know a research on robotics we'll do that tomorrow we'll see if I can prepare this particular episode for tomorrow night broadcasting I wonder what uh, uh, you cannot do live on iTunes you cannot do live on Spreaker maybe check out Podbean Podbean or Frequency FM we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll find out but uh yeah I'm gonna wrap it up for tonight um I really enjoyed having this conversation with you guys. Not only the women in this podcast, fellow men as well. I hope we can make some good friendships. And we can keep each other company. So, from my side, I don't hear you. But I, if I know in my mind, in my heart you are there you're listening I can keep going with this and for you you're not able to respond if you're just listening on a live cast unless you're on Facebook and social media yes you can respond and uh, next time if we do this live this is not going to be live this is being taped right now and we are going to edit and everything and then post it after we uh know just trim some unnecessary parts but maybe next week next week we'll try and do a live cast <coughs> so everything will be just you know um, I see flashing light where's that coming from oh okay flashing light from the camera but what what I'm gonna try and do next week is have the audio live casted, but the video and audio combined will be uh, taped and edited for a later for a later broadcast. So two broadcasts in one, right? So one live broadcast, actually three. Because we, what we can do is, oh my goodness, I forgot to press the button on this. Oh, I'll do that now. Okay. So, 
So for all of you listening just on the audio part, uh, I changed the battery after I changed the battery. I forgot to turn on the recording. Uh, but it's still being recorded here on Capture and also on this camera, although this camera doesn't have the background music playing. Um, and this is probably picking up, this microphone is probably picking up the squeaking chair that I'm using. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry for all the audio listeners, but we'll, <coughs> we'll give you some audio from the Capture. Hopefully it's as good as quality as this was. But this could be three in one. So <coughs> an audio live, an audio edited for iTunes and Spreaker and iHeartRadio and Spotify uh, and, and video edited for Facebook and YouTube and also I, I need to find out how to do uh, uh, iTunes podcast a video podcast on iTunes how to upload a video podcast on iTunes I need to learn how to do that so there you go three platforms a live broadcast on I think maybe Frequency FM has live casting then edited broadcast for podcast uh, on iTunes and and the, the typical platform and vodcasts on YouTube, Facebook, maybe Vimeo. We'll probably put some on band video as well, if we can qualify. But thank you guys for uh, joining me tonight. I have to do one more task, which is to to complete a document that I'm preparing for my ad agency. I don't know if I. It's 2.24 in the morning. I enjoyed this time with you. I'm looking forward to do this again tomorrow night, but maybe we'll do it a lot earlier, maybe like 11 o'clock. If I can put everybody to bed by 10, then we'll do this at 11. Maybe do it 9.30. If I can put my little girl to bed at 8.30, is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but yes, we will look forward to trying and find a platform where we can air it live and funnel some of our Facebook followers to that platform. We'll see how it goes. All right, guys. Thank you again. This is your host, Joey Salvador, and this has been Nightcap, a temporary name. Nightcap on the Ordinary Joe Show. From the heart of Toronto, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, so it's not even nightcap anymore, it's morning cap. With beautiful jazz background, saying sayonara, and we'll see you again soon. God bless everyone.